Welcome to the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Today is Sunday, November 15th. Coming to you guys on a weekend. We have a very great host uh, coming to us. Talk to us all things LA Galaxy and some insight on the Christian Pavone uh, situation what's going on here these last few weeks. And he goes by John Rojas. John, how you doing? Hey, Gio. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So I've been wanting to, to get you on, talk about uh, Christian Pavone. I mean, you obviously know what's going on with uh, all the South American players and all the different things out there. Um, before we get into like the whole Christian Pavone, the negotiations, the contracts, I just want to talk about he's a he obviously he won most valuable player, the individual award that the Allegaxi gave to him. Um, I, it was it was a no brainer that he was going to get the, the, the award to me. What stood out to me the most about him is how he finished out the season. You know, even when they were out, like you see the effort, the effort he put out every single game. He didn't miss a game. I, I'm a, I think he played almost every single minute for the other Galaxy. And I feel like he's a player that represents this team and this club in the, in the history, right? Even though they, the last couple of years, they, they obviously this year they missed, missed the playoffs. But the, the heart that he has and the passion that he has to go out there every single day and what the situation they were, I have so much respect for him. And he's also a fun player to watch. You know, I know Dennis the Close said he, he is entitled to have like one or two bad games. But even when he's having a bad game, he's still giving it his all. And even him having a bad game on the field is still better than any other player that would come off the bench. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the kind of DP that you want in any MLS team, right? I mean, especially we focus in on MLS and, and, and the teams need to be smart with those investments. And if you're thinking about a DP, that's the kind of DP that you want. It's a, it's a player that is uh, playing every single minute available of the season in a very strange year and season. We all know that. So there's no excuses there. And, and, and producing goals, assists, effort, he's there. And even with not only, again, the, the weird year that we all have in, that his personal situation, you know, the, the, the having uh, this uncertainty for the end of the year and all the stuff, he just put it aside. And, and, and from early on, when the inquirers started, he always said, you know what, this is not for me. I'm just focusing on the day by day on my game, on, on giving all for the team. And then we, whatever comes next, comes next. And I think it's a really, it's a real smart uh, decision approach. Because if you don't focus on what you have on hand, then you're messing up with the future, thinking about how you're going to resolve the future. So you rather, you know, give your all today and then the future comes. Yeah. And uh, just to add on, uh, just paraphrasing here with Dennis DeClose, he said, you know, he's very committed to this club. He's very committed to his, his girlfriend. And he just added, you know, just talked about the characteristics of, of who he really is and, you know, us covering him the last couple of years and even on the Zoom call, he'll be there every now and then. But I think his worth ethic just on the field just also shows, you know, just after Dennis DeClose talked about him, um, you know, it's just a really a player that, that a lot of LA Galaxy fans, I know, definitely want to want to have back. And even us, you know, he like I said, he's a, such an exciting player. And, you know, if this deal is able to, to get done uh, with both parties or all three parties, uh, I think it's going to be exciting for the not just for LA Galaxy, but for the MLS, because you'll have he's a quality player. Right. I, I, I put him there top five, whatever, top 10 or whatever, like, you know. Listen, he, Messi said it <laughs> himself. You know, at some point when Christian was playing for the national team, Messi said it. I mean, I want to play with players like Christian 
I want that kind of player by my side. And that, of course, speaks volumes. Yeah, and obviously he played uh, in the 2018 World Cup with uh, with Messi. Um, I know he hasn't been called up. Uh, he was on the, prelim- pre- the one of the first preliminary lists, but he wasn't call- called up uh, for these la- last couple of international breaks. But I think he's, he will still have an opportunity to get there. Um, but uh, let's talk. Let's talk about what's going on. Obviously, you know, I was I asked Dennis to close on on the last press conference. You know, just ask him directly, like, hey, had he made any offers? Hey, had Boca de- declined any offers? And just to paraphrase uh, for what he said, he 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 pretty much didn't answer. You know, just out of respect. He, you know, he uh, made sense. Uh, he didn't want to show his card or anything smart, like that. Yeah. And, and and he and I think all those are conversations that he wants to have private, or he doesn't. You know. I don't think he needs to flex or do anything through the media um, because everything's done behind closed doors. And he, obviously we know how smart we're starting to learn everything, uh, what, what Dennis the Close is doing. So he, all he said, essentially what I took part, what I understood was like, we have a really good relationship with Boca. Um, and pretty much that was it, you know, and I, and I, I respected that, but I, to me, I wanted to know like, Hey, how is it going? But he didn't say, he didn't say too much. And then, Move in a couple of days, or I think it was the next day. You you were tweeting uh, out to me, or you're tagging me a couple of the tweets of what was going on, and you know that the LA Galaxy um, had a contract already signed, or you know had a contract with with Christian Pavone, and all these things. That it just came to that the uh, uh, Pavone's agent that LA Galaxy and Boca Juniors essentially need to agree on a certain price, and then you know move forward. Um, so let me let me ask you, how do you think those there's no ge- negotiations are going with LA Galaxy and Boca Juniors? And it seems right now that the LA Galaxy may be on, on the driver's seat on this deal. Yeah, I mean, first, I think the, in, in the world of football, the best negotiation, the cleanest negotiations happen without ventilate anything on public. So what, what Dennis Close did and he's doing because he's a smart is the best way, you know, to approach any kind of negotiation, whatever we as a part of the negotiations, I'm, I'm just saying we, you know, parts is, uh, is between those parts, you know, whoever goes out and you know that, I mean, every time you hear something about a negotiation in public, that negotiation gets weird, it falls apart. You know, and, and, and it's, it's, it's in, in, in derail the whole situation when, when you discuss that on public. That's the first thing. So in that sense, I think both, both, both parts are doing a really good job, even Boca and, and LA Galaxy. And the third party involved, which is Christian and his agent, they're doing a really good job too because um, that was a conversation that uh, uh, um, Fernando Hidalgo, his agent, had with with uh, Clause Continental, that is a, a, a show. And um, of course, the lead of the show is Mariano Clause, which is a very well-known journalist in Argentina. But the concept that uh, Fernando Hidalgo left out is, we're not in the middle. This is not between, you know, we're not getting involved. This is a negotiation between the two clubs, Okay, I'm not calling anybody to say you should do this, you should pressure for this, nothing. The clubs had to resolve this issue and we're going to go with whatever they resolve. Okay, the player has a contract with Boca Juniors. So what what stood out to me is um, he said, if they agree on, if if they don't agree for the transfer of Christian, 
they meaning Boca and LA Galaxy, everybody will be happy. Okay, Boca will have their money, Galaxy will have their player, and Christian will stay where he wants to stay. If they do not agree, then we have to comply with the contract that we have already signed. And that is not only smart, but it's, you know, it's a message there, right? Mm-hmm. He's telling everybody what he wants and what the player wants without interfering with, with, with the negotiation. Now, it's a lot of unpacking. You go back to where it all begins, okay? Uh, so let's say about this, uh, let's just start with the price, okay? So everybody was talking about the 20 million and Christian is maybe worth it or maybe not worth it, the 20 millions or Galaxy may pay or may not pay the 20 millions. Well, that is, uh, that is not even the starting point of a negotiation, okay? Most of the, most of the, uh, of the big players' contracts in big teams have this, uh, this clause, okay, this, this provision in which if a team comes and wants you, they have to pay this X amount of money. If they don't want to negotiate, this is the amount of money that they have to pay to take you out, okay? So let's say, um, you know, any team, any team in the world, okay? Uh, Torrance FC in California, they want Christian Pavon. They don't want to negotiate. They just go. They put in the table $20 million because that's the clause and they take the guy without even a word, a paper, the money, and that's it, period, okay? That doesn't mean that if LA Galaxy wants the player and they have a good relationship with Boca and they want to negotiate, that's the price. Never ever got, uh, Boca said, we're asking 20 millions and don't come to us if you don't have the 20 millions. No, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't happen that way. That's the clause. Okay, because they value that player. Remember, we spoke about it. He is a player that was at the World Cup, that had a lot of potential, and he has still a lot of potential. He's 24. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything can see this guy as a, as, as a trading uh, coin, as a, as a benefit to help him uh, keep developing him and then sell him for, 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 the, you know, for the extra price. So that's one thing. Okay, the 20 million that everybody spoke about. It's not like Boca is asking twenty million to LA Galaxy. No, that yeah. wasn't the case. And I think just just to add on to the point, this will Dennis to close. Uh, just to paraphrase him, he said that was you know that's what something Boca wanted to put in there because they when they when LA Galaxy was trying to get them, that's that's what they wanted because that's essentially what other teams offered them. Now moving going back to what's going on now, Dennis Lacosta has come out. Hey, you know the pandemic is going on, the, the market value has changed, and all those different things. So he he's essentially saying. We're not respectfully. He's essentially saying that that's that's essentially they're not going to pay that. Right? So that's the second step, right? Yeah. The first step is we're not taking the player away from you, okay? So we're not paying twenty million because we're not going to take him away. We want to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Now, if we want to negotiate, we have to see the market when we brought him in and the market today, which is totally true, mm-hmm. right? Most of, the, most of the transactions, and that is a report from FIFA, most of the transactions this 2020 has been loans, loans without charge, players going for free because the market is in that place. You know, I mean, the Argentinian football started two weeks ago. 
you know? So there's a bunch of players who wanted to get out of Argentina, not only, you know, uh, Argentinians, but Colombians, all of South Americans, players, Uruguayans, Peruvians that were there, they, they were looking for places to play. Mm-hmm. And that makes the market and, uh, uh, you know, uh, moves the market around. And, and the whole situation is just insane. So that's one point. But so it's, the second step was that. I mean, the first step, we're not going to pay the 20 million because we're not taking the, we're just not being here to take the guy away. We want mm-hmm. to negotiate. Now, if we want to negotiate, let's see what's going on today. And then the market is different. Yeah. And let me, let me just read this quote because this came out from uh, the Boca, from Sportia. It says, if the other galaxy want to retain Christian Pavone, they would have to submit a bid of at least $10 million US. Otherwise, Pavone must, retain, must return within the next few, few, few days of January 2020. So it's starting to see, it's, it, in essence, it, to me, it's saying that, okay, uh, Boca Juniors is, is interested in negotiating. And that if it's essential, if they want that $10 million, I think obviously it makes a lot more sense. But it also tells me that the LA Galaxy, they, 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 they're starting to sit a little bit, a lot more comfortable in that driver's seat. Um, and, 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 you know, and I think it's there and there on top of that, like Pavone, Dennis DeCloz has said Pavone wants to stay. And, you know, you said what you exactly just said, what his agent had to say. And it seems that, you know, I think for me, what I'm understanding is, okay, Boca wants around 10 million. And I think, I don't know if that's what the LA Galaxy are able. I think if they're able to pay less, maybe eight, seven, I don't know what the number is. I think, um, you know, maybe you can get into the situation of what, what's going on with Argentina and everything like that and how feasible that, that may look uh, for the LA Galaxy to say, hey, let's say it's 10, or let's say it's eight. But do you feel like the LA Galaxy have a lot more wiggle room to negotiate and bring that 10 to a seven, maybe a six, eight, or whatever? Yeah, I mean, that is actually what a negotiation is, right? I mean, they, Boca, will have, if they can have 40, they will get 40, you know? Every, mm. every negotiation is that way. I mean, they will try to get as much as they can. And the other part, the LA Galaxy will have, we want to pay as less as they can, you know? That's, that's, the, the, the spirit of any kind of negotiation. Now, um, there's many elements that go involved in there. And when it comes to, to um, soccer player, then his willing is one part, you know, what he wants, where he wants to stay or go next or play or move, right? And I remember that, uh, the last time that I was with you, I told you, he let Boca know that he doesn't want to go to Argentina. He doesn't want to go back, mm-hmm. right? And it's clear because he's already playing abroad. He's already uh, earning, making money that he is probably not going to make in Argentina. And as good as, uh, you know, a player soccer wants to play for a good team and represent and have um, – the, the feeling of, 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 of uh, loving that jersey and, and all, all that stuff, I mean, they're, they're still wants to uh, improve economically for them, for their families, right? And in that sense, a player like Christian, if he goes back and play for Boca in Argentina, uh, maybe he's going to play Libertadores, maybe in the sporting side of things, he have a little bit extra challenges, but... In the other aspect, in the professional life, in the money aspect, in the growing aspect of his family, it's like he's starting his career from zero again. 
you know, he has to prove himself in Argentina, his country, to get another chance to go abroad and, and earn more money. Well, if he's here, he's already on that step. So his next step would be Europe mm-hmm. or, or could be a better country here or could be, you know, uh, I don't know, China or whatever. But it's, it's, he's growing on that process of making the most out of his career. So you think, you think him going back to Boca, it would be kind of taking a step back? Is that, is, that, do you, is that what you're saying? In the growing process of him making most of his years of playing, yes. Okay. In the sporting side, may not. You know, I mean, he's going to go back, maybe play in Libertadores, maybe. So he may fight for titles, right, in Argentina, in, in, in South America, which are very important in, in a tough competitions. But he may not earn the kind of money that he wants or needs to support him and his family for the future. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the other aspect of it. Nobody can deny that. Okay, because at the same time that you want to play and you want to go play in good teams and, and, and win uh, good tournaments, you want to earn money because the, the soccer career is not long. So you need to make try to balance those things as much as you can. And when you're playing out and Argentina is having so much troubles economically right now, you understand that you're losing money going back. And that's for sure. So that's why he doesn't want to go back. And it's okay. It's normal. You have to understand that as a person. Okay, mm-hmm. so that is something that the Galaxy has in their hand. The player wants to be abroad, and the first chance to be abroad right now is the LA Galaxy. Mm-hmm. He feels good. He feels comfortable there. He feels that he can uh, uh, help the team. He's living fine. He's getting good money, and he can make more money here or in other places, and he can jump from here because he's still 24. So that's something that the Galaxy has on their hand. Now, the other part of it is, again, the, the, the situation, the economical situation in Argentina. Mm-hmm. If he's, it, there is a fact, okay? On January 1st, he will be back to be a Boca Juniors player. And this is if they don't, if they don't get, if they don't get their contract, if they are like actually for, in Boca Juniors for whatever reason, can't come to terms or whatever, after December 31st, he's going to have to go back to Boca. Right. Okay. The morning let's, of January 1st, he's a Boca player. It has nothing to do with Galaxy. So essentially, let, let's get to that point. But essentially, there, there's a deadline for this for this, yes. deal, for this deal for the LA Galaxy, right? No, it's a deal for the contract, but not a deal for... It's not a limit for the negotiations. It's not a limit for the mm-hmm. intention of having him. Okay. Now let, let's let's continue with with your point of uh, Argentina and what would happen if you went back to Boca and the mm-hmm. financial stuff. Break break that down for us. Well, yeah. So one thing is that I mean, on on January first, right? He has nothing to do with LA Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that LA Galaxy cannot keep trying to negotiate with Boca, but from then his salary will be all in charge of Boca Juniors, not LA Galaxy, mm-hmm. right? Because he's not anymore a player under contract with LA Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Now, by the Players Association in Argentina, if any, any player that is on loan abroad, playing in other places that is not Argentina, but their contract is with Argentinian teams, when they come back, the team has to pay them exactly the same contract that they're receiving in the other country that they're coming from. That means that from January 1st, Boca Junior has to pay Christian Pavon the same contract that he is having with LA Galaxy. 
-hmm. and with the economical situation in Argentina, that is, a, you know, is, is a heavy load on, on Boca. I'm not saying Boca doesn't have the money. They probably do have the money. Or they have problems economically, but still they have the means and the ways to find and play for a good player, right? But still, if you're not using the player right now, because he's just coming out alone, you're paying for a player a ton of money that you don't have. Mm -hmm. or that you need to fix it in different ways, yeah. right? So essentially, because of the Players Association and everything in Boca Juniors, they can't pay Pavone less than, less. What, he's made, less than what he's making with the LA Galaxy, right? Nope, they can't. And it would be a burden, this is what I'm understanding, it would be a burden for Boca Juniors to pay him the same amount of salary he's making with the LA Galaxy because, one, essentially, Boca already has their team, they already have their forwards, they already have that, and he's essentially going to be on the bench or they're going to try to look or they're going to have to essentially do more work, right? Right. And I think I'm looking at these numbers. I think right now what's been reported from last year, Allegox are paying them about $1.2 million. Obviously, we Makes sense because he's a DP, so mm -hmm. it has to be around a million, of course. Yeah. So essentially, Boca Juniors would have to pay them. If they don't get a deal done with the Allegaxi by the end of the year, when it's January 1st or whatever, Boca Juniors will have to dish out, you know, a one point million for, for, for Christian Pavone. Correct. And essentially with, with the economical situation with the country, the clubs, that makes that's a that would be essentially a burden on Boca Juniors because this Correct. is a player they're not really they don't necessarily need right now. And not, I mean they may they may use him, they may need him, but the thing is uh uh, the, the 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 currency the the um the Argentinian pesos the currency is not well right now. There's, it's not going that well against the dollars, right? So if you make if you made the change, if you made the the the, the exchange rate between the dollars and the Argentinian pesos, for them it means a lot more than one million point two, mm. okay? Because the situ the economical situation that they are in. And um, there's the other different factors there. For example, uh, Boca Juniors right now is in the middle of, the, of, a, of a legal battle in which Christian, uh, I, I don't want to say Christian is involved because he has nothing to do with it, but his name is involved in it. Why? Because when he came to Boca um, from Talleres, Talleres de Cordoba, he, you know, he started with Talleres and then Boca got him out of Talleres de Cordoba. They bought the player from Talleres, okay? So when Boca Juniors bought um, Christian from Talleres, in the agreement, they set up this provision, this clause in which in a future transfer, uh, Talleres will receive an X amount of money, a percentage of that transfer, okay? That it all depends on how good and how much is that transfer, right? Because it's in the future. But Boca Juniors paid Tajeres upfront $2.5 million for that future transfer, okay? So Boca, without knowing that they will transfer Christian, paid Tajeres $2.5 million that now Boca doesn't have, and in the books are not well reported because how the heck you pay for something that you don't even know. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, okay. May the player may, you may sell the player for 30 millions. So that 2.5 is just a little upfront and you have to pay more because 
the percentage is higher. But what if you don't sell the player? Like it's happening right now. He is still a Boca Juniors player. Yeah. But there's already uh, 14. So six years already in which Boca pay two and a half million dollars. You know, it's like putting two and a half million dollars to another person for six years mm-hmm. without knowing what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, it was, just, they were just, just speculating with the idea that because, you know, he was a really good player. He was going to the national team. He most likely will be on the World Cup. So we're going to make a ton of money out of him. Mm-hmm. Let's pay the guy happened. up front. Yeah. So let me, let, me, let me just add on here just to get some dates. So I'm looking here off a of transfer market. So they bought, they bought Christian Pavone uh, from Talleres for, it says right now, $3.8 million. And you're saying that it, they paid up front, two, they paid up front $2 million. So two and I'm a assuming, half. Two and a half. So I, I'm assuming that's, that's incorporated in the 3.8, right? So um, they, 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 that's, they pay, uh, that's not incorporated. That's not incorporated. So essentially no. they paid, they paid five. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Okay. So essentially they paid, or according to you, they paid five in uh, five, five or no, six. No, but wait, Gio, it's not according to me. There is a legal battle in Argentina. Okay. Well, well the reason why I say to you, because I, I haven't read it, you know, you, uh-huh, you uh-huh. You're, this is why okay. you're here. You're, you have the information, right? This is, you have, okay, you okay. have, you, we, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have, I don't know all the information. That's why I brought yeah, no, you in. I, under, I understand, but I want, what I want people to know is that it's not that I'm, I'm coming with this out of the blue or I'm making this up or I have sources that I'm telling me, you know, secure information. No, this is public. The new management, the new front office from Boca Juniors sue the previous administration because they did this. Gotcha. Gotcha. So this, this, I think even, okay, let, let's just break it down. Even because the, the current front office of Boca Juniors is suing the previous front office because of you know, the deals that they did. Well, I'm assuming there's plenty more deals. I'm assuming Christian Pavone is just one of them. Um, they paid upfront money that they essentially didn't have uh, with selling a player, essentially selling a player that they still haven't sold. And it's six years, you know, it's six years now. And it's those $2 million are still obviously still on the books and they haven't made their money back. So if, if, if they're, they're suing, they're going through that legal battle. I'm assuming they're going to want to sell Pavone. They're not gonna wanna. They're not gonna want to bring them back. Better. Yeah, so it's getting better and better for the LA Galaxy, right? They're not. I think the worst thing that they could have, you have someone that's interested in buying Christian Pavone, exactly. right now, right? And that's right. the LA Galaxy, and Pavone wants to stay there. Why and do I, you do? You have the house. Let's put it that way. You need to sell. You have the house. You have a buyer. You're gonna you discount. Wait for a better offer. No. Or you just sell it on the discount. So I think so. Yeah. So this is what I'm understanding. I think that they because of the legal battle with the previous front office with Boca Juniors and with Christian Pavone not not interested in coming back, and with with Argentinian financial uh, implications, financial situations, and Boca Juniors financial situation, it's starting to see, it sound like to me that Boca Juniors wants to sell Pavone at the highest they can. Right. Of and course. right now it's looking like the $10 million is what they're going for. Right. It, it may be. Yeah. Maybe. But let's say, let's say that the, the real sweater right now is LA Galaxy. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, tomorrow, you know, Saudi Arabia or, or Paris Saint Germain comes in and say, I'll pay you 20. So, okay. Yeah. You know, it's part of the business. But right now, who really wants the player is LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy. And right now, the player doesn't want to be there. 
mean, he he will be there if he has to. He's so back to Boca, to, to Boca Juniors, correct? Yes, he's a professional. And then a little, you know, just to uh, keep the conversation away from the numbers for a little minute, most likely he goes back, he will play with the number seven, which was his number and was Guillermo's number. <laughs> and he was famous with that number. The number seven is famous in Boca because of Guillermo too. Mm. And that will be Christian's number. Gotcha. He plays there. But again, he wants to be out because he's already out. He knows yeah. what is playing abroad and enjoying playing abroad and making that money, helping family and friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so let, let's talk about this then. So how, um, let's talk about the negotiation because it's clear right now to me that the LA Galaxy are in the driver's seat. And if they ask for, they're asking for 10. And, you know, I'm assuming Dennis has some knowledge of what's going on, of everything you, you've told me, right? He, he, had, he, he has to yeah. know all this stuff. Yep. Um, so let's say, how low do you think they can get that? They can get that number from ten million. Do you think they? You think they? Because it seems like they're trying to they're trying to sell Pavone. So you know, you got like what to you know, like about a month and a half, you know, before the contract, the loan expires with the LA Galaxy. Do you yeah. think the LA Galaxy can get them for eight million dollars? I mean, it's tricky because, as we all know, I mean, LA Galaxy do not need Christian for January 2, right? Because MLS is not playing, is not competing, is not having preseason the early days of January, right? Mm -hmm. So for LA Galaxy right now, they can play a little bit hardball and say, the longer this takes, the better for us. Yeah. But on the other hand, the longer you take, maybe another suitor comes in. <laughs> True. You know? True. So you got to be careful with those, those things. I mean, you have a little bit of the, the right hand. You have, you're in the driver's seat. Yes, you have information that is going to help you. But you want to try to be as effective as you can. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I will say that overall, the 10 million is the number that, Boca would be happy with and that I think Galaxy could agree with. Now, you can break those 10 in different ways, you know? For example, this, this is a number that I heard and, and it makes sense to me. Seven and three, you know? Seven right now, seven up front, and then three in two years. If you sell the player in two years, you have enough money to pay the other three. If you mm -hmm. don't sell him, then you committed to the three, you, you pay the three. Gotcha. So right? essentially just break down, you would break down the 10 over a number of years to both. Exactly. Gotcha. Right. With a big chunk right now because they need the money and that's why they're selling the guy. Gotcha. Right? So, so Boca is willing to take seven or essentially this is what you're hearing. They, they would be able to take the higher chunk right now of that 10, let's say seven or eight. And they're willing to wait for the other three to give t Galaxy potentially a chance right. to sell him. It's, right? it's, yeah, it's many ways to break it. Let's do 80% of, of, of the rights, okay? So it's seven or eight right now, three or two in two years, but if you sell the guy, we will still have 20%. There's different ways to break that out. Gotcha. No, that's no. why what, what Danny said, you know, the good relationship is important. And that's why keeping things as much as you can out of the, out of the media is important. Mm -hmm. yeah and on top of that you can also you're going to start to see like we saw with Guillermo he was trying to bring as many Boca Juniors players there's, there's a Boca Junior player 
that plays from Minnesota. I, I can't think of his name, but it's essentially you can bring a pipeline of players to the LA Galaxy from Boca. If that you know that could be one one of the routes if you if you continue to have that great relationship. Right. There's, there's, with Boca. Yeah. There's many other ways. Exactly. You can have you can have an agreement between the clubs, right? And then you can bring players that are they're not using on loan with a low cost, but they are having competition, right? So there's many ways that you can actually get into that relationship. And that relationship is good for both, for both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you were talking about uh, Emmanuel Reynoso, who is the one who plays for, for Minnesota. But it's, it's just, Dennis has these kind of relationships in South America. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they are well connected. It's not about Guillermo only, because if Guillermo was the reason, then Christian wouldn't want to be here because Guillermo is gone. True, true. No. That 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 that, make, that makes a lot of sense. So, I think it makes sense for the LA Galaxy, just thinking out loud, to get this deal done by next month, right? I know you said I knew you said they don't need them till March, right? You but, don't need them. To- yeah, I mean that's the other thing. I know um, I was there when you asked uh, Dennis about uh, you know the, the first time that you asked him about the situation with Pamana was in the call, and I think you you were there when I asked. Uh, Dennis about this rumor in Argentina that Boca wanted LA Galaxy to basically cut the contract so he could go back right now right now because they're not using the guy so he can go back and play the next round of Copa Libertadores right and Dennis said it no there's not such a thing we're not thinking about that we're thinking of find ways to keep him yeah. Not to release him early from his contract. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that totally makes sense to me because there, there's no if you're trying to keep a player and he wants to stay here, he's already you know, right. He's already done with the season. you his value would only go up. If no, and not only that, you could you get have injured. To give the guy, not only that, but you got to have the give the guy the certainty, right? Mm-hmm. That you want him. Yeah, feel exactly. him that he's being taken care of. If you release the guy now, they're month, month and a half of his contract is going to be Boca's contract, right? Yeah. So the player goes like, okay, so are they going to pay me for this? Are they actually going to pay the full amount of money? Do I have to fight for my money? Yeah, or, yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. It's, it's just in his head. He doesn't need that. Yeah, exactly. If you want him, you need to show him that you care. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. I mean, no, we are taking care of this contract until the last day. Yeah. And then the rumors just started drifting, right? Mm-hmm. And they started saying, okay, so Galaxy doesn't, doesn't release Pabon right now. The contract ends on January uh, 31st. So December it, 31st. December. December, I'm sorry, December 31st. So if Galaxy doesn't buy the, you know, the, his rights, he will be able to play the final of Copa Libertadores with Boca if Boca goes there. Mm-hmm. That's just nonsense, you know? Yeah. I mean, they yeah. just mountain and mountain and mountain things. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's looking likely. Like uh, like I said, I'm I'm definitely feeling a lot optimistic, and I know LA Galaxy fans who are listening to this and hearing this are, are you know have to feel optimistic of the LA Galaxy's uh, chances, opportunities because he was he was. Uh, I mean, regardless of who's a coach this next upcoming season, and it, it, now it's been reported that uh, the season is going to start in March. Um, so there is there is a time frame of when, right? Essentially, when you want to have things going because if the season starts in March, let's assume it's March first, 
preseason it's in february right so right. you got if you don't count this month or let's count it let's we're, we're 15th right so you have december and january so you have two months and a half two months yeah it's essentially two months right yeah two, two 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 months to you know obviously hey we're gonna have pavone we're gonna have you know, and not only the, that i mean as a daily galaxy they have tons plenty of situations to break down and take decisions right mm-hmm. so if this is your dp one of your dp you want to resolve that as soon as possible because you want to move on and focus on other things right exactly. and know exactly the amount of money that you're going to spend and the things that you're going to build from so yeah it makes a lot of sense to, to be cautious but at the same time push a little bit i think from the from the la galaxy fans perspective you have to be uh, you had to be uh, positive in the sense that you have a you had a guy that came in, gave him gave you guys the all right. He played mm-hmm. every minute of every day or every uh, game available. He um, produced goals and assists. He actually loved the place. He said he wanted to stay. He's happy to stay. And then your front office is trying to kill him, mm-hmm. right? So that gives you a good chunk of confidence. I mean, everybody's doing their part, at least in this case, mm-hmm. right? Something ha- can happen. Yes, maybe they don't agree on the numbers. Maybe some, like, like I said before, maybe some suitor comes in with a lot ton of money from other places and, and you know, the guys just drew away. But doing what you have to do is what you can control. Mm-hmm. And the guy did that. He controlled his game and now the front office has to control the the, the the negotiation. Yeah, and I and I think something just I, I should add to this earlier, but the transfer the January transfer window, I don't think it's still like November fifth. So you know, what I'm right. saying? so so the next team that could become it, it's not till January fifth. So even right. Bo- Boca would have to wait even longer to get their money. You know what I'm saying? Without a couple more days, I'm just, after January or December thirty first, I'm assuming I'm saying, but you know they would have to find and and you know pitch him. But essentially, he had he hadn't been playing. Boca Juniors can't really market him because he hadn't been playing with Boca Juniors. He'd been playing with the LA Galaxy. Right. So it makes so much sense. And I just want to add this. I don't know how much this has to do with it. Maybe it does. My transfer market currently has Christian Pavone's market value is at 16.5. So, you know, and I don't know if that's, uh, that could be low because of the COVID or whatever. Let's say it's 16.5. Galaxy pay 8, 9, 10. And if that value still holds up, you essentially looking at a profit right now at a $16.5 million if you were to sell him, right? And it seems... Yeah, I mean, there's two things there. One, uh, you don't, you don't want to take the market as one of the... I know the transfer market is a well-known website, but it still is not the real reflection of the Exactly, market, exactly. Right? That's one thing. The other thing with soccer players is basically like cars. You know, you take the car and it has the value, and yes, you have a resale value, but you don't know what's going to happen in the next block. Mm-hmm. You know, if the guy gets injured, if the team is not well at Sambo, and then he cannot produce what he used to, there's many other things. So, yes, the idea is you know that you have a guy that is already producing, he's young, he wants to stay here, so you try to look at pay, you know. Uh, a reason a real amount of money that you can actually turn you know turn it into a profit down the road but if you don't do it on the money side at least you do it on the sporting side right mm-hmm. i mean who who tells who tells that 
LA Galaxy grab the guy, pay the, the 10. And then the guy stays here for six, seven years. Why not? You know? Sure. And he will be, you know, the leader of this team and get two, three, four MLS Cups with, with the team that they built. Will, mm-hmm. will, MLS, will, will Galaxy uh, fans be happy? Of course. Yeah. Will be the money invested, uh, um, uh, good investment? Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and I think another thing that, to take into account, because um, I know I'm just going to bring this up because I know people are like, well, we paid nine, $9.4 million for Chicharito, right? Uh, why, we can definitely do this for Pavone. But I think another thing that, that, that people don't take into account, um, it's also the popularity and the marketability, right? Obviously, we saw what came out these last couple of days that Chicharito is very popular here in MLS, here in California, here because obviously what's you know, Mexico is just is just south of the border. His his number two jersey, he was the number two most selling jersey was Chicharito, right? Regardless of whatever happened, he was his brand is still there. That that's what it spoke to me. And then I saw Pavone. Pavone was 21st on the list, you know? And I don't, obviously, that's not to say, that's not to say. No, Pavone, but you, I know, I understand the point, but listen, do you think that Sounders people wanted to sell jerseys with Nico Loredo or that Portland wanted to sell jerseys with uh, Diego Valeri? And they settled on those teams and they gave them titles. And now they're one of the best jersey sellers, not only on their markets, but in the league. Who tell you that if this guy stays and give another year like, today, like this year with a better team and they win a title, he doesn't become the top seller? What I, what I was going to say to that before, before um, I agree with your point and that's what I was going to get to. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, what I was saying right now, obviously, um, his marketability right now is not what you would expect, right? Because because of because of, of you know being Mexican American and everything, you know, because of the league it is, right? Obviously, if we're closer to Argentina, Pavon would be higher. But I'm saying what I was going to say though, he's 21st on the list. But let's say next season they have a better a better season and he wins MVP. It's only going to go up, of course. To your point, yeah. and it's yeah. and it's and it's only and it's only going to go up. And I think maybe these are things Dennis the Close is also thinking about. You know, you know, what the negotiations of where you know where 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 he's at right now, but where we could get this player and how we could get a such a bigger return. You know, if we could get if we could chip at that ten ten million dollars or what, whatever they're thinking. But I, that's 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 what my point was, and I think. Um, me like any Galaxy fan out there, and I think for the league, Christian Pavone staying in MLS for a year or another or two years or whatever, it, it is just good overall, and it's just having that quality of player. Totally, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, a lot. Yeah, and it's um, I think to me, if if, if Christian Pavone stays, obviously he's a cornerstone. We got to see what Chicharito have, has there. And Jonathan Santos, I know there's been talks. I've been seeing fans talk about maybe bringing him down to a TAM, maybe not having him as a DP because Christian Pavone played every single game. And we know Chicharito because uh-huh. of his injury and Jonathan Santos uh, didn't, didn't play because of, because of injuries as well. Um, it makes sense to pay, pay, pay that money for him. And I think you start to look at maybe Jonathan Dos Santos. 
do you want to pay him all that money if he's not able to stay healthy? Right. That, I mean, that's exactly the, you know, the, the analysis and the numbers that the front office has to sit down and, you know, throw around. And not only that, but we all know they have to balance that team because you need a team that is balanced right now. You cannot build a team with three players and then, you know, what happens next? You need a real depth on, on, on the roster. So that's why, like I said before, they need to try to resolve this issue, you know, as soon as possible so they can focus on the other thing. I'm not saying that they should be working on this and then the next one and then, the, no, of yeah, course yeah. not. That's not the way you build a team. You work on all fronts at the same time. But mm -hmm. the sooner you resolve, the better you know your situations against the other situ and, and, and against the other elements of the team. Yeah. And, and we all know that LA Galaxy has to do a real, you know, effort to rebuild this team. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just finish off with this. Uh, um, um, do you think the LA Galaxy will get a, a, a natural, or do you think they'll get a domestic coach or international coach? Oof. It's hard to predict. Uh, whoever's, I, I tell you this, whoever tells you that he knows what the Galaxy is doing doesn't have any idea. Yeah. Because the Galaxy is being very careful, very, uh, very uh, mindful of the steps that they're taking. Mm -hmm. You know, this front office cannot make another big mistakes on, yeah. on, when it comes to managerial post. Yeah. Okay. So they're taking it slow, taking into consideration that, yes, there is the chance that the, the season starts in March, but mm -hmm. maybe not. Yeah. No, maybe not. And then you have to take that into consideration. What if we bring up a, a coach that has nothing to do with the league, that has no background, that is flashy because of his name, but then they don't have the amount of time to adapt. And mm -hmm. then another year with bad results and we're all out. We can't do that. Yeah. You know, if you ask me today, the coach that could be the cornerstone for that next step and the rebuild of the team is at home. Okay. I, I, I feel that way. And I feel that way. Well, John, I appreciate it. Does Pavone stay or not? Does the, does the Galaxy get this deal done? Last, last thing. Does, do they get it done? What's your sense? My, yeah, my feeling is if nothing weird happened, they can make it happen. Yeah, they will, they will kill him. He wants to say they can, you know, push the envelope and get the money. But, you, you know, in the world of football, you don't sign it and, and you know, seal and sign, you cannot assure anything. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I had the sense that they can make it happen. That can happen. Well, guys, there, there you have it from John Rojas. John, thank, thank you for being on. Uh, before we let you go, let the people know where, where they can follow you. Yeah, that's, it's simple. It's just on Twitter, jrojasa75. That is on Twitter. Guys, John, thank you. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure to give this a five-star rating. You can follow me at uh, Gio Garcia LA. Follow us on LA Soccer Hub. For John, this is Gio. Thank you, everybody. Peace.